Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. Hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we're doing another wrap-up of Survivor Season 27, Episode 3, Opening Pandora's Box. I am Justin Walter, joined by my amazing co-host, and today I'm actually sitting next to Jerry. It's awesome. Hi, everybody. It's Jerry. Hope you enjoy that. (laughs) Yes, and then over there we have our other co-host. Hello, Ryan Allen Carrillo. Good to see y'all. And as you can see next to Ryan is the one... The only America's sweetheart. America's <laughs> sweetheart. Oh, Colton. Colton. So we are honored to have Colton uh, in studio with us today in terms of talking about the show. And obviously the episode opened up. Huge moment with Colton on the show. Um, first we get Colton. We see you strateg- talking about wanting to strategize and the love of the game. And then let's jump right into it. We go to Redemption Island, and a lot went down before we actually get to your breakdown. There's so much that we want to talk to you about. It's a little bit overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, Justin and I were talking about it earlier. Like it's just it's amazing to both of us. First of all, that you're sitting here and that we have the opportunity now mm-hmm. to. Why am ask I not included in your conversation? You're just sitting next to him tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm quitting you're this show. No, <laughs> oh, so Ryan's the one who got Colton to come in tonight, yes. and uh, I was very surprised and shocked that you are here and. And, uh, He's a fan of the show. <laughs> no, really? He no. does, yeah. Yeah, you did say to me earlier, um, you, you were apologizing to me that <laughs> you watched my season when you were nine years old. I did. <laughs> Which then I had to ask you, I can't. I did not know you were 22 years old. It's, you're so young. I didn't, I mean, I feel like I'm young, 29, but you're 22. I didn't know you were 19 when you did Survivor One World. It's yeah. crazy. You had a fake ID then. Oh, wow. <laughs> But one thing about our show is, I think, as we love doing the show, we love giving our honest opinion, and that's one thing we're still going to do tonight. So don't take anything, you know, too personal in terms of obviously you're used to this in terms of criticism and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I'm going to be honest with you in terms of what I think, and I think Ryan and Jerry can do the same thing. So just because you're here as our guest doesn't mean we'll necessarily go light on you. Well, I I mean, I want to say this, and I always say this 
when I get to this point is that anything that we do discuss on this show is based solely on mm-hmm. what we see yes. on Survivor. Right. And I'm here because I get to remind everybody yes. that there's editing involved, that we miss a lot of stuff, that, you know, I would never say that I know somebody just because they were on the show because I personally have gone through that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that we discuss with you uh, with a strong opinion tonight is going to be based on what we saw on the show. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know you as a person, and I'm actually looking forward to getting to know you as a person. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm still not going to be too soft on you, but at the same time, I'm, yeah. I also have an understanding of what you're going through. Well, to go with your point too, Jerry, how many times have you gone to these reality events where you saw someone on TV like, oh, I hated that person on TV, and then they actually were really cool in person? Yeah. yeah. So in, in, that happens a lot. From the viewer's perspective of someone who hasn't played a reality game show or been on one of these shows... I feel like I know all these, you know, people from watching as a viewer. So I can speak on behalf of the viewer. Like, I feel like I know you from one world and from your show, but beyond your life experience and everything like that, I don't. So my judgment, like Jerry said, comes from knowing you on the show. Well, and I can relate to that because, I mean, I was nine years old watching Australia Not Back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when she decided she was going to try to vote out Elizabeth, I was like, the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, she. Like, I was leading the charge. So I can totally relate. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let's jump into the show. We see you talking on your tribe. We already know from last week that you were frustrated that you have the Kumbaya tribe. And you were the one going around people to people saying these, you know, making up conspiracies and lies. And and in terms of... No, they weren't all They weren't, okay. Like, what were they? Was, so which ones weren't? Well, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're lying already. He really is gay Russell Hans. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag. No, I'm not seducing young boys to go on vacations with me. Oh! <laughs> um, I need some alcohol. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I am happily taken and oh, not God. stepping out. But... Of my trailer. But, <laughs> so there was more strategizing going on than was led to believe through what we no, saw. No, there really was. Um, I think it all sort of started with the cat thing. So what was that whole story with the cat and Tina God, thing? There's so much. There's so much. Okay, so initially what happens is when we hit the beach, um, Monica and I, like, we had we had already buried the hatchet going out there. Mm-hmm. But we, like, immediately, I went to her. Like, we were, you know, we did the whole song and dance. Like, okay, oh, we forgive each other. And we saw a moment of that on the show. Yeah, and... And um, she and I, I love that woman to death. Like, our relationship has transitioned so much from one world to blood versus water. Like, I love her. And she was the reason I stayed seven days. <laughs> <laughs> that was as far as she could get me. But um, anyways, she, like, Monica and I formed an alliance immediately. And then we actually, Tina came up to me and she said, please tell me you want to be in an alliance. And I was like, sure, because nobody else is lining up to work with me. <laughs> and so I was like, sure. Well, then I find myself in this alliance with Monica, Aris, and Tina. And then Kat was originally the fifth. Mm-hmm. And Kat came to Monica and I and she said, here's the deal. I'm totally with you, like one world to the end, but I'm telling Tina and Aris I'm with them. And so we were like, okay, whatever. And so then like Aris and Tina come to us and they're like, Kat just came to us and said, I'm totally with you guys, but I'm telling um, Colton and Monica I'm with them to the end. Uh, So we were like, okay. So really, in real life, what was happening that they were showing me going, like, you know, creating all this chaos. Kat was actually creating all this chaos, but it was unintentional. (laughs) Like, she was trying to play kind of a Kim Spradlin type Mm -hmm. game. Yeah. And, you know, that's her idol. I get that. But, um... Anyway, so what ends up happening, and when I really shoot myself in the foot, is I very quickly realize ours has an alliance with everyone. Mm -hmm. And whether that was 
pre-made before we ever even hit the beach. I don't, I, I feel like it was, but like he has deals with everyone. Like yeah. he's literally going around talking to this person, talking to that person. And so I realized that and I told Monica, I said, we've got to get rid of ours. Well, in the meantime, Kat has kind of been replaced in our five person alliance with Jervis. Jervis, yep. And so, um, they want to vote out Kat first, which, and this is where I made my mistake. I should have just stuck with those five, voted out Kat, voted out Laura Moret, because in the meantime, Tyson actually came to Monica and I and said, I want to work with you too. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to work with you. And see, Tina had told us already, I don't trust Tyson <laughs> at all. Like, Tyson, Ooh. like, I will, you will so never many. see me talk strategy <laughs> with Tyson. And my head is going in circles <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm following, I'm following, I'm following it well. You've been there. Yeah, yeah. I get it, but it just, it's all, I mean, a lot in terms of obviously you, you with Kat. Mm-hmm. Who knows which side she actually was being true to. Exactly. And that, and so to answer your question of what ended up happening and the whole, like, scene that made it appear as if, like, Kat was trying to, like, offer me some advice or some friendly advice in terms of, like, oh, you're over-strategizing. Mm-hmm. That is not what happened at all. Kat came to me and was like, here's the deal. You haven't – we're supposed to be in the alliance and you haven't talked strategy with me once. And I'm like, well, Tyson and Jervis have both told me that you're throwing my name around. And I'm not going to talk strategy with someone who's throwing my name around. Like, I'll be civil with you, you know, other than when you yell at me in the boat. But, like, I'm not going to talk strategy with you. (laughs) Which was a great moment. Oh, my God. Like, that's a trigger for me. I can't stand being yelled at. Like, if you want to politely tell me to row faster, that's one thing. But don't you dare yell at me. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. It's the heat of the moment in a challenge. But here's the thing. I'm trying. Everybody's yelling. We're going in a circle. (laughs) I know you guys I've never rowed anything in my life. Oh and so I'm like, so I'm trying to listen to Tyson. I'm like, do we need to be rowing this way or do we need to be rowing this way? Well, Kat doesn't know which way we need to be rowing. She just knows we need to be rowing. And so I'm like, do we go this way? And I'm trying to listen to Tyson and all I can hear is Kat in my ear yelling, row. And so I'm like, shut the hell up. Like, I need to know. So anyway. Yeah. So, um. So bringing it to tonight, we got yeah. to the point where it seems like you're on a tribe where everyone's not strategizing, but they really are. They are. They are. But we wondered about that. You're the scapegoat of over-strategizing. <laughs> exactly. And it got to a boiling point where you even had a conversation with Aris saying, where am I in the tribe? Mm-hmm. And it didn't go well with Aris. Because Aris was running the show. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what is happening. He has an alliance with everybody. He has his hand on everybody. And, I mean, I'll be honest. Physically was, on Tyson as well. Oh, well, my God. Yeah. The <laughs> game moments were going on between them. I wasn't you want to lick my cupcakes? I was. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, I told you, Survivor Prison. <laughs> the only cupcake I was interested in was on the other track. <laughs> like, desperately wanted that cupcake. Yeah. But, um, anyways, yeah, but leading up into tonight, like, ours, you know, he has his deals with everyone, and I'll, I'll be honest, like, I was envious of his position, because that's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to be, for me to be able to relax and have zen, I needed to know that I was in control. Mm-hmm. I needed to know that I knew who was going home and that it wasn't going to be a blind side. Yep. Then I can lay back yep. and say, you know. Okay. So that being said, um, I think it was very interesting that Tina was the one who brought it up that she felt that you were in a position where once you realized the game was not being controlled by mm-hmm. you, that you wanted out. Do you think that there's some truth? There is some truth to that. And here is what actually was going through my mind. 
I realized very early when I went to Tina and tried to get rid of Aris and Tina ran back to Aris, that's when I shot myself in the foot. That's when my game was over. Mm-hmm. There was no coming back from that because everyone was with Aris and I had become public enemy number one and knocked myself ahead of Kat, Laura B, Laura M, all of them. Was that the moment mm-hmm. then you decided you wanted to quit the game? No. The moment I, because at that moment I'm thinking they're going to vote me out, but I'm going to go over to Todd Hanna and I'm going to run that show because they're all new. And they don't know what's going on. And I know I can control that. So you think Caleb would have switched with you? I know he would have. Like, beyond a shadow of a doubt. I know him. So and I know... Why didn't you stick that's around? That's really hard to because hear. Because here's what happened. This is what where my mind went. I saw Rupert lose the duel. And the minute Rupert lost... Wow. A mosquito got in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's phone. Someone's phone. Sorry. The, the minute Rupert lost, I said, holy crap. This is not Caleb's forte. Like, I saw, and I mean, I've watched enough Survivor to know Ozzy's, you know, Christine Shields, lanky, tall, skinny, flexible, help me out, like, well-balanced in terms of, like, they have the agile, if you will, people do well on Redemption Island. You know, Caleb would have been like a bull in a china shop trying to do those challenges. Okay, but I, you know what? I think right now what you're doing in this very moment is mm-hmm. over-strategizing yes. what could have happened at Redemption But that's Island. what I did in the game. Like, that's right. why I'm answering this yeah. way, because that's what I was doing. I was thinking, who's in a better position to win this game? Because at the end of the day, I have a ring on my finger, and it's about a million dollars. And him winning is me winning. But don't you think the way you handled yourself hurts his chances of winning? Who wants to vote for Caleb in the end when they know the money's going to you? So anyone on your tribe looks at Caleb and says, if I award him the million dollars, I'm awarding I'm awarding Colton the million dollars. Because that I, hurts his chances for you quitting the game. I disagree because I think when you're out there and you may can speak to this, like just because you're associated with someone doesn't necessarily especially with me leaving. But associated, that early. this is so different than an yeah. other season. You're gonna be married to him. Yeah. He's it, your, he, Justin does make a very valid point and I didn't I think did, about that. I didn't think about that either till just now. That's that's Justin's what he does. Just so that's smart. why Justin's that's what I do. here. Good. That's why I want to get on the that's show. Good. Justin <laughs> needs to be on Survivor more than anybody I've ever but met. It's, it, just thinking about it. You you guys hear me out there, right? Thank you, right. Jerry. Okay. Logically, if I'm pissed at you for quitting my tribe, Colton, mm-hmm. there is no way in hell I'm going to give your fiance a million dollars. I don't think anybody was pissed at me quitting. I think well, they were quite well, not okay even not even it. pissed. But even the fact of like the way it all went down on day seven, you quit. I think are you the early? Is that the earliest? anyone yeah, has ever probably. quit. Day seven is the earliest anyone has ever quit Survivor on season twenty-seven. So you have you, I, from the beginning of the season, in watching your interviews with Caleb, seeing you two together, I was like, Caleb is gonna go far. He's gonna be amazing in the show. He's a f- almost what people wish Colton were, in a sense, mm-hmm. of likability. So I think he had a great chance, and I think he still will go far, but I think he has no shot of winning the game anymore. And please I would actually kind of disagree with you because I also think that um, that Caleb has his own like country charm. I mean, I think yeah. everyone who meets Caleb, I have never met him, but I think yeah. everyone when I'm heard like really, really like. Oh yeah, him. You, you scored you can big. Tell. You scored right. really big. Cole. You can so, tell. And, we, and this is that's what I'm trying to say. Like Caleb and I are so different. Yeah. They and I think anyone who was out there with us will like attest to this. Like. There's a separation between he and I. Right. They and don't blame are, him for your sins. No, they no, don't. But by still, any the means. money goes to Colton. It's well, so some people like you, but I don't think everyone would. Agree yeah, with it depends. That way. It depends. And, I'm and there's going to be so much more going on in the game. With you know, returning players, or at least the ones I was playing with, like 
I don't think the money mattered because you had people like Monica, who's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You have Ars, who's already won a million. Tina, like, I don't know, like, from my experience, and even like watching Heroes versus Villains and you know stuff like that. It's like, not about the money. It's not because look, I mean, they awarded Sandra a million dollars twice. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, that's because I wasn't there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, even even the reason why they gave Sandra the second million over Russell was because to spite Russell. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you know. So it's almost it could be to spite Colton. Yeah, and in your case, because you guys are married, it does go to both of you, as opposed mm-hmm. to like a daughter, mother. It it probably won't. Or go. a niece, uncle. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not married yet. It he could easily take that money and hit it. <laughs> <laughs> he was the smartest guy to use you to get on the show. Exactly. <laughs> right. play, Start survivor. his own farm somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was very hard to watch you quit. I'm not going to lie because oh, I know it was really hard. I know there's a lot of people that really really wanted mm-hmm. to go back that didn't get the chance. And that's always the first set of people that get really upset when they see someone mm-hmm. quit is because they feel like you took their spot. And I'm sure Rupert probably I don't know. He probably he, felt a little bit of animosity. He was fine with me. And honestly, and I just want to say this cuz I understand what you're saying and the only person I feel who has the right to be upset with what I did is Troy because Troy was the male male alternate and he was the first phone call I made when I got back to the States and I was like this is what happened Troy's Troy and he was fine he was like Colton he said it was your game and he even told me he was like honestly he's like I don't know if I would have wanted to do this because yeah. the yeah. element I'm telling you you've played I've played this was the hardest thing in the world. That's why I I was actually called to, and as much as I tried to make it happen and it didn't end up happening, once I saw the first episode, I was pretty glad. It's a totally different game. Was because there any point at, at all that you were, like, regretted quitting? Like, when you were at Ponderosa at all, when you, like, sat and thought about it all? I mean, I've just learned you can't really do that. You'll drive yourself nuts. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? You just have to accept, like, this is what it is, and now you deal with yeah. it and you move forward. So do you think that part of the reason why you went back to play a second time is to kind of redeem your... your For sure. Your and I didn't want reputation. to do it again. I didn't, you know, I they courted me. That's the whole thing. And I know that's, like, ridiculous. I signed on the dotted line, and I said I would do it. But I didn't want to. Like... Caleb going with me was the only reason I agreed to go. Like, I Mm -hmm. wanted to be... And I know how we are as a couple, and I know he grounds me and he keeps me centered, and, like, I don't go off the rails when he's there. Because I feel... I'm just going to say this. Being a young gay person in the Deep South, I feel like growing up I've always had to be in control of my environment. I've never let myself be in a situation where I could be open to like, because when I'm not in control of my environment, I open myself up to situations, you know, of rejection or Mm -hmm. emotional abuse or whatever, physical abuse. I've never been physically abused, but I mean, you open yourself up to those types of situations. And I went into Survivor like thinking, okay, I have Caleb, so I will be okay. Like, I'm not going to go off the rails. And when they separated him from me, it was the second time that I've been blindsided on the first day. And someone said a quote to me once recently that was, um, in our expectation is resentment under construction. And I think that is so true because I think I went in with expectations twice. First time I thought, you know what? I'll team up with all the girls. Every girl loves a gay and we'll vote out all the men. <laughs> what do they do? They put me on a tribe of all men. And then it's like the second time I'm like, you know what? Like I can redeem myself. I have this amazing man in my life. Like he grounds me and then they rip him away. But you still had a chance to redeem yourself. <clears throat> and I think that's what we get to back to. If we go back <clears throat> to Redemption Island, what Jeff Probst kept going at yeah. is 
Colton, it's not going the way you thought it was going to go for you to redeem yourself, Mm -hmm. but you still have that opportunity to redeem yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's frustrating as a viewer and a fan. I know you said that Troy could be one of the only people that you'd understand being upset. As a fan, I'm pissed. I'm mad because I've been trying for 15 years to get on the show. Here's you have a chance for twice to play it now. And for people who are applying and trying to get on over and over and over, it's really hard seeing people quit, yet alone people get a second chance to quit. So I hope as a fan, someone who used to watch Jerry when you were nine years old, I was, you know, the same time as a young kid, 14, 15, Mm -hmm. waiting, still waiting to try and get my opportunity. There's more people that are going to be upset, not just Troy, you know, and that sort of thing. But it's, I do agree with Jeff, like, it was your chance. You did have another opportunity, even though it wasn't going your way to redeem yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I didn't know you were 22 either. And, I mean, honestly, I think that that probably has a lot to do with your choice. Um, Because, I I mean, I remember um, the All-Stars, I almost quit. And I was literally like this close to quitting because of the horrible storm we were in. Our shelter collapsed and blah, blah, blah. It was the worst night of my entire life. And I kept saying, this isn't worth it. It isn't worth it. A million dollars is really not a lot of money when you're suffering and you're unhappy and you feel like the whole world is coming down on you because mm-hmm. that's really how you feel out there. Right. And, you know, I'm so glad that I didn't because even though it's, it is the toughest thing you'll ever do to yourself and you did it twice, it if you do stick around, it really does give you a chance to grow. And I, I wish, I wish, I really wish that you had stuck it out. I swear, I, it was so hard watching you quit. It just breaks my heart, honestly. Well, ultimately, at the end of the day, you have to do what's good for you. You can't really, I'm sure at that moment, he's not thinking about all these other people who have applied and who you've replaced yeah, and oh, everything definitely. else. I mean, even when I was on my show and we slept in the snow and we had that snowstorm, I was like, I am, I'm not a cold person. I tried to quit. I was screaming at the producers, get me get out of the helicopter <laughs> out of here. And they said, you're not quitting. They wouldn't let me quit. But at, the, at that time, if I would have quit, I don't think I would have been disappointed in myself because it's like, that's just, I have to do what's good for me at that time. Well, I, I felt like, you know, and I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just delusional. I felt like I was, to myself, I redeemed myself to myself because I, what it really boiled down to was I knew he was going to want to take my place and I didn't want him to sacrifice himself for me. Like, that's really what my decision boiled down to, and that's what I was getting to earlier. I didn't want to go into Redemption Island and have him switch out with me. So here's a question, though, on the show. what? Okay, let's say you would have been on Redemption Island, okay. and Caleb says, I want to switch, and you say no. Who gets the ultimate decision? He would, I'm telling you, it would not have been that. I, you don't know him. Like, he is not the type that's going to sit there. He's going to expect me to let him take my place. We didn't see a lot. Was he, we saw a little bit, but did he try harder to convince you to stay? No. And that's the thing. Like, that's why I'm really irritated that they, the only thing that irritates me about this episode is that you don't see his reaction when you go back to camp. You don't see his reaction when I'm sitting there on his lap. Like, they don't even interview him. They don't interview him no. because they don't want to support my decision. And that's what he did. He supported me through and through. Like, said, this doesn't change how I feel about him. The reason I ran over to his lap is because when I'm sitting there, um, he Jeff asked him, he's like, Colton, or Caleb, he's like, what do you think about this? And um, Caleb's like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about 
like my relationship with him. He's like, I love him. He said, he's my whole world. He's going to be the man I marry and he's going to be the other daddy to my kids. And that's when I got up and said, I don't care what any of you say because I was talking about like production at that point. Like, I don't care if you say I can't go over there. I'm going. And so I ran over there and that's when I jumped in his lap. And you don't see any of that. And when I'm on his lap, I'm telling him, I'm like, you know, you can win. I can't win. Like, you can win this game. I can't. And I told him, I said, me leaving is going to put you in a better position because you don't have to worry about me anymore. And that's when he was like, you know, and whenever he says you can't go home, he's not talking about like you can't leave the game. He's like, you can't go home. Like, yeah, you have to like stay you're in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's so cute. Although there have been people who've gone home. Cause, I, cause I did. Were- Last time. Well, I didn't go crazy, but I went. I, I went to the hospital home. Right, <laughs> and that's what, yeah. which that brings up another point. Jeff calling out that you also quit the game last time. You know time what? Too. Screw Jeff. He is not like. When did he get his MD? Is what I want to know because Doctor Ramona. <laughs> Is the one who pulled me from the game. Like I wish she were here. Because I love her. Well, I love her. It's funny that because coming in the door right now. Jeff with purple Kelly. <laughs> My hero. Oh God, that would go off. <laughs> that would not be good. Throw in Nyanka and Alba. Go ahead. Well. Go ahead. Do you have a purple Kelly fan? No. Oh. No. No. She's another quitter. Yeah. At least I'm in good company. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in Nayanka and Austin as well. No, Nayanka. No, I don't want to. Let's no, not no, go no there. obviously. Go. I'm not going there. Well, I'm certainly so you're saying not. You, <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you didn't quit the first time. I definitely did not quit. And it makes no sense. There is no logical argument that would justify why I would quit. Well, I read an article time. that Jeff was saying that you basically contrived the situation. But and, why? And what did I? gain from quitting. Like, that's what I don't understand. I had an idol in my pocket. So let's say, let's just play devil's advocate. This was never going to happen in a million years because I was running that whole tribe. But let's just say that they all grew brains and Christina Cha led a charge to get rid of me. In the next episode. <laughs> we okay. love you, Christina. I had an idol. Like, I could play that. So it makes no sense whatsoever that I would feign illness to quit. Like, and I'm not an idiot, like, you know, and I think Jeff tries to use the argument that I was not on the tribe I wanted to be on and all my friends were on Solani. I'm not an idiot. Mm-hmm. I know Emerge is coming. It's interesting because in terms of, I, I like think a lot of people, counsel. a lot of people I think will side with Jeff and agree and believe Jeff, you know, in terms of the whole situation. But it doesn't make any sense. And that's what's so frustrating to me. I understand people hate me, but it's like, you have to give me the benefit of the doubt on this. Like, why would I quit when I was running the whole thing? What was, didn't he say in this episode that at the doctor you weren't, you had no diagnosis for appendicitis? No, I didn't have appendicitis. But see, here's the thing. I did have a bacterial infection. I was treated for it. I wish I had the receipt from the hospital. <laughs> Show me the receipts. I know. <laughs> I want to see the x-ray. Really. And then, you know, and what, and even better, when they went to test me for appendicitis, mm-hmm. I had an allergic reaction to the dye. So, I mean... I was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And for probes to say, my mom actually texted me whenever he said that. And she was like, that son of a bitch. And my oh mom God. is like a church lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope she's not watching this show. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to let him know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because, I mean, I have to say, I did wonder if you had, had faked that, too. I was no. really. Because I, I just, again, I couldn't believe it either. I was like, why would he do that? Like, I know, I think the rain was really bad that season. Not on One World. No. It rained once. Okay. Like, I think the weather it was wasn't perfect it. in Samoa. <laughs> like, there was no logical reason for me to I quit. I never thought you quit. You were in a great spot. You were running the tribe, and I it had just came idol. out of nowhere, literally. Yeah, I mean, God you struck the idol. me down. And you left, left with the with idol. idol. <laughs> yeah, we were all like, what? Where is that idol now? 
it's in my room. <laughs> well, I mean, it was. It, it, I don't. If you, you. Ever, if you ever go broke, <laughs> it's there with my. It's there with my buff from this season. You know, I always leave with a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff makes everyone else burn theirs. So I'm like, come on, sell this on eBay. Well, Good you, on ya. You definitely, you definitely went out with obviously harsh words from Jeff. We brought a, we, you know, you quit once. We brought a quitter back, and you quit again. And it's it's obviously something that I mean you're going to be dealing with for a while in terms of your survivor experience. I hate to say it, probably the rest of your life. The rest of your life. That it's really is like that when you do something the public does not agree with on Survivor. It's such an, a, a big show in our culture that people just they don't forget. They don't. And I wish I could have talked to you before you went out there and given you a little pep talk. Well, there, I, well, there's a silver lining. No one's saying you're a racist now. <laughs> now you're just a quitter. Now you're just so a quitter. Things are moving up. So then the next time, maybe you'll just be an asshole. <laughs> then I don't think there will be a next time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either, yeah. Colton. Well, but, I'm, I'm really, I'm bummed that you quit. I really was because you, you were a lot of fun to watch. You gave us so many sound bites that made us all pee our pants laughing. But right before the commercial breaks, and yeah, we're, we missed the one-liners. Yeah, I mean, so I think in bringing you back, that was probably the dichotomy of bringing you back. It's either bring him back because he's going to be the old Colton and give us these one-liners and crazy moments, or bring him back for maybe one of the best redemption stories we've ever seen on Survivor. Mm-hmm. So right. it's throwing you in the mix is like throwing Brandon Hans in the mix, or also you knowing, know, uh, or also uh, and just. No, no, no. Yeah, don't, the, don't put him in the same No, category. what I'm saying in terms of the idea of putting someone in a season where you know you're going to either get fireworks or you're going to get a redemption story. Right. Okay. Or that's my point. Not, I see, I you're see. nothing like Brandon Like, Hanks. I wanted chaos, but yeah. I was not willing no, to urinate no, 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 in that the That was not my point. My right. point was, no matter what, in putting you in a season, you're going to get one or the other. I get your point. Or get the exact thing that happened now. I mean, they knew he was vulnerable. They knew he didn't want to go. They knew all this other stuff. So, like, they, uh, I mean, they, this wasn't like I'm sure shocking for them. It that makes this great TV. Yeah, it's, it's great what TV. everybody's going to be talking about. Yeah. Uh, what are people going to talk about now? I'm really. <laughs> because, well, like, we'll oh, see. The whole well, I think this season's going to have a lot. Though. Needs to go. This well, season has a lot. Gone. We have to get to yeah. it. And yeah. so yeah. is Rupert, their hero. Let's yeah. also talk about just a miracle you weren't gone the very first vote in the first place. <laughs> so that, that, yeah, you've lasted seven Can days longer than you should have. Say, I legit thought. Okay, so here's what I thought. I thought when they split us up and they were like, now you're going to vote somebody out. I was like, oh, great. Well, and then it hit me and I was like, oh, I bet whoever gets voted out is going to go to the other team. Um, and so I was like, oh, for me. Like, I was like going to campaign for myself. Was, was Candace voted <laughs> off because she arrived late? Well, yeah, and wrecked the whole concept. Of what? Oh, you don't know about that? No. What? Oh, girl. Tell us. It was supposed to be five blood teams versus five couples. See, I blood got, versus water. See, I got on a Twitter debate with someone about this because I, I interpreted blood versus water, and I guess I interpreted it wrong, as all the duos were considered the blood, and the water was just alliances you would make that, that makes, weren't your couple. No, Caleb and I sense. may be from Alabama, That's but we are not That's because someone didn't get cleared, right? Yeah, what? Well, our, explain Arstie's that to me. Dad, th- Jeff did an interview about this. Arstie's yeah. dad had had, like, high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We and heard so, like, about he, that. Yeah, so he got pulled. And so they just, like, brought in Candace and John. Literally, we're, like, there for the cast photo. Like, there's only 18 of us. We're all smiling. And then, like, up walk Candace and John. But oh, what is wow. it, what's the big deal in terms of whether it's a couple mm. versus... I mean, I still don't see it as throwing off the season in terms of the blood versus water. Because it was six to four. But what does it matter? It doesn't matter. Why does it matter? It doesn't make because sense. Because we're not together anymore. No, but I'm saying the idea of the blood being obviously relatives and couples, 
six versus four, five versus five, how does that throw off the season? It doesn't oh, change wait, anything. Wait. So you're saying that it was supposed to be one tribe of people blood, who are blood, actually related. Right. Blood. With, uh, their, blood. with their people. So you, that's, he been that's with, what you were told. He would have been with Caleb. Okay. So or, been, but wasn't it. that the like the ruse they had you guys going the entire time? It, so you're arguing that it wasn't the plan to split you guys up like that. No. They did it after RC and her dad went home. Mm-hmm. Hmm. RC it's will validate that, too. I, I, that's what they told you, though. Because they could tell you one right, thing. They still could have possibly and switched still it no, done they, they, what they did. We found this out after the fact. They didn't tell us going in. Oh, this is you talking like, to production later. Yeah. Wow. That would have been an interesting That would have been a whole different season. season. Right. I wouldn't have quit. <laughs> a whole other season. But we we have a whole episode to get through. We gotta, I just got to go quick. We're and, at 30 yeah. minutes already. So, yeah. you know, we talked about Redemption <laughs> Island in terms of Colton's aspect of Redemption Island, but also there was huge fallout for Brad Culpepper. You had everyone calling him out, you know, Marissa and Rachel. Marissa dropping the F-bomb. And then you had Rachel basically telling everybody, Brad's running the show. And... Tyson getting mad at Brad. And then Jervis telling his niece to calm down. <laughs> and I'm crying because this is supposed to be about me. And you cry. Yeah, this is my moment. <laughs> like, I'm, so, I'm quitting. <laughs> so, I mean, obvi- and then Redemption, we then go into the challenge where Candace kicks butt again. She is so how, how many minutes? In re- oh, you weren't there to see it. I'm so sorry. you didn't. Sorry. No, I was waiting that. in the wings. You were waiting in, in the wings. For them to be done. So, can- <laughs> Candace. As you should have yeah. been. You quit. I was like, of all days, for me to quit. Right. Where's my limousine? The domino day. It probably made you stand next to a pile of elephant poop. No, I was literally like in the beaming sun because they're like, we, you can't, you have to wait to do your final words. And so I'm just standing there and I'm like, holy shit, someone like stack your damn dominoes. Yeah. (laughs) And it was a struggle between Marissa and Rachel and... In the end, Rachel lost, but there were a couple tender moments between Rachel and Tyson. You know, Tyson asked Rachel, do you want me to go in there? And she said, no, you have a better shot of winning. And he said, did you have fun while you were here? And she right. says, yes. And I mean, it was... Constant tears. Lots this of emotion. show is just it's, it's so out of emotional. Control. Yeah. It's like a roller coaster in itself, just with watching everyone's emotions go up and down. And imagine being there. Yeah. Like, huh? No, I can't. And that's, I mean, like I said, I don't think I would have wanted to do this It's season. so cerebral this season, too, because you literally have to think, like how you were getting crazy you have to think about 10 moves ahead and it's, there's so many variables well, and you even look at like monica monica's whole game is probably being thrown off because everybody's hating her husband right yeah. you know it's just like she's on her tribe you're in an alliance no spoilers with, you're in a no spoilers you're in an alliance with tina tyson aris and uh jervis yet you, their loved ones are pissed at your husband so it's all these dynamics that are so crazy you, gotta that you have to think uh, think about think about are yeah. you kidding? <laughs> no, I think they me, were planning ahead. But. Believe me, I, no. I understand why you would over strategize in this game because mm-hmm. it was the first episode. I'm not even kidding you. Like the three of us were sitting there going, "What just right. happened?" Crazy. I had to rewatch it like three times before I could get everything. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I love Tina, but God love her. It's like we have to do something besides vote off a kucha this time. <laughs> like I understand this is like a foreign concept to you, but it's like you have to think. She's like, well, I just think Colton trying to tell me all these moves in advance, and it's just like I just don't understand. It's like being in a washing machine, and I'm like Tina. <laughs> you know, speaking of Tina, I was going to say we have a little clip to show of Tina talking about you in one of these secret oh, scenes. Have you seen it? Oh, what you got me? So can we show that Let secret me scene? Let that up. We'll that up for okay. 
Christina. Well, I think there, she says something. I don't know if we're going to show it in the part we're showing or not, but she says something where she's like, uh, for those of us that are already in an alliance, you know, we don't want to strategize. Mm-hmm. And I think that really was the key. But if you pay attention, mm-hmm. she actually says yeah. that I'm in her alliance outwit, at this point. Outlast, outplay. Mm. Colton is for sure the outwit. This guy, he is a master. He can think so far into the game that, you know, he is seven steps ahead. You know, I'm barely one step ahead, you know. <laughs> and whenever he starts talking that way to me, I mean, oh. you can be talking on, foreign Tina. language to me at that point. I don't even know what he's talking about. And he wants to do that 24-7. If there was a, a Rob Sesternino out here who is also a survivor freak and knows when everybody went off on their season, he and and Colton should come out here and do it out. That's true. It would have been good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. You, oh, and I just have to say uh, to John, Tina is not 60. Yeah. She's 50. Okay? And, and speaking of Rob's history, so didn't he just have a baby girl? Yes, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Boy. It's a boy? It's, it's a Dominic. Boy. Oh, okay. He's so cute. Oh, I bet. A baby. It is not the same thing. So one, <laughs> here's, a, here's one, th- one thing really I think about uh, I think about Survivor, what I love about the show is every season is so different because you have a different cast and you have to adapt to the cast you're playing with. And it seems to me that that's one thing you couldn't do. I just want a beauty queen. <laughs> like, just once. Like, I'm sorry. Like, okay, they put me on one world with the most emasculating women in the entire world who want to castrate the entire island. And it's like, is it too much to ask? Like, every season that I've not been on, like, there's been, like, five beauty queens. Right. And I'm like... Big titty beauty queens. And then, um, cat. I'm sorry. Like... Was She's Chelsea Meisner not available? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Was she busy? <laughs> She's dating Hayden. <laughs> so, in terms of, though, when you you recognize you're on a tribe that isn't strategizing crazily, Part of the game is adapting to that tribe, which obviously was hard for you to do, and you d- didn't do it every time. Every time. Well, you should have stayed on your couch. Yeah, <laughs> that was a read. That was a read. But that Jeff. was a full yeah. read. Was an amazing. It made quote. me think about Sari Fields. Oh, why? Because you know how Sari always, always said, said she was like, "If you watch this from your couch, stay on the couch." <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, goddess. Well, moving yeah. moving back to the show, Candace gave a clue to John, so he had the second clue, and then one of the big things was she said, you know what to do with it. So this time around, he decided... Look. <laughs> like, clearly look. But this time around... Yeah, fir- right? The first time around, he didn't share with anybody, and this time around, he showed it with Brad. That was his one, one move. One person. One person. He Jerry Dumb move. He whole alliance yes. with him to go look for it, and that would have solidified already the, the growing... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, distrust that was that was forming with the all male alliance. Mm-hmm. It was it, I couldn't believe that he went off by himself again, and I can't believe that he just shared only with Brad. Yeah, like dude, it's just wasn't not smart. smart. No, because that's like you say you share the clue with your whole the f- the five guy alliance. Yeah, you find it together, you build right. that trust. You Men use are it so early, and you got to coddle them, especially <laughs> early in the game. It's, there's no point. Day you get seven. crazy later. Yeah, you got to just be. You can't be. You know, it's crazy, crazy to me. Like Brad Culpepper, like running those guys over there. Because I'm like, you know, I look at Caleb. Like we watched the show together, and I'm like, 
really? I mean, I know you live with me, but, like, you're going to let him run you that way? Like, because, I mean, in one world, like, I think I feel like Brad's approach or Culpepper's approach is, like, he makes everyone think, like, you're my number one. You know what I mean? Like, but you're my number all, one. That everybody right. does that. Yeah. No, in one world, I was like, I hate you all equally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you all. He's very used car yeah. salesman-ish to me. Yeah. Yeah, very, like, greaseball. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody wants to be told that they're your second. Mm-hmm. I do. You it know? just doesn't seem sincere But who at doesn't all? cross stories? Like, that's my whole thing. Yeah. That's my thing with ours, too. It's, like... Everybody can't go to the end with ours. Right. Like, you know. Well, Boston Rob did the same thing, except he didn't include me in his alliance, which is where he, he screwed himself. <laughs> you know, if he had come to me and included me in his alliance, things might have gone differently in Heroes and Villains, but, uh, you know. Because that was an interesting side of people over there. Oh, that, the like, Villains uh, tribe? Yeah, like Courtney Yates and that. Oh, man, it, it was, that was a trip in itself. Classic. That whole season was pretty yeah. amazing, honestly. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk the, about the golden years. The golden years. <laughs> before oh Twitter, so before old. cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say pre-Russell Hands, but that wasn't pre-Russell yeah. Well, he would have tube televisions in here otherwise. No, and if we had known what he was really like, there's no way he would have made it that far. There's no way. Yeah, you know, None 100%. of us knew who he was. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of story on the backstory between Artis and Vetus, which leads me to believe that one of them or both of them are going to go really far this season. But leading into Aris and Vetus talking about rivalry between each other, we get to the immunity challenge, where the challenge is head to head. Men versus men, women versus women, in a battle where they're knocking each other off like gladiators, American gladiators. MTV's the challenge. MTV's the challenge. All these, you know, they've done it on Survivor before. Jerry's yelling while we're watching. Yeah. We did that in mud. We fell in mud. Who did you go against? Uh, Sari. <laughs> did you I, win? I, are you kidding? <laughs> All she had to do was like go, like fall on me, and I was done. Weren't you topless too? <laughs> By no, the time probably I fell off. Yeah. That was shocking. Oh, that was your career afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before. No, that was long before. That was long before long after before. Australia. Yeah. Um, so we have some rivalries where Brad versus Jervis. Brad, Brad clearly won. Katie versus Laura, Rupert's wife. Rupert's wife wins. John versus Aris. John won. The more interesting head-to-head competitions was Katie versus Tina was yep. one. Who, by the way, did you know she did not hesitate to beat the crap out of her own daughter? No, that was great. She didn't even think about it. Do Where, you think that she, uh, the daughter held back? No. Like, no. At all? No. At that no. moment? No way. Hell no. It went on forever. Did you see the pre-interview of the two of them together? It was, it was just like... Oh, uh, we are both competitive, and we are going to beat each other's, right. you know. I did see that, but it just seems, I don't know, maybe she's And I think weak. that's the difference between blood and water. I think it <laughs> honestly comes down to bank accounts. Water, <laughs> it's all going to the same place, unless you're Cat and Hayden, and then, you know, I mean, if they stay together, but if not. I mean, I'm not, I'm not being rude. I'm just saying, like, you know, they're you're not that triple. serious. Yeah. But blood, it's like, you know, mamas and daughters, like, and nieces and uncles that see each other, you know, at her family once reunion. a year yeah like that's not going to the same place and so I think like they ha- they have something to prove like they have to stay in the game yeah. whereas we are like well I can bow out and I'll have you a cold beer waiting when you get home <laughs> <laughs> I know but it was funny that like Laura and her daughter had that whole very emotional moment mm-hmm. where she's yeah. like I don't want to hurt you and she's like you're not Hurting me. No, that was cute. I love them. It, I cute. do too. I love Monica. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Laura. Laura has been one of my favorites for since I met her in person. I was just like, she's just good people. You can tell. And then yeah. Aris and Vetus, and Aris beat Vetus. Where yeah. the, he, Vetus, Aris gave him up. They were both 
out of breath. They were both just standing still, and ours gave Vitas the opportunity. Let's reposition ourselves. It was very American Gladiator. It was awesome. Full on, like get up. And then Vitas took a cheap shot. He did. Yeah, it was amazing. Still lost, (laughs) and he failed. He should have gotten it. So the Uh, the ultimate score was five to three. Again, the attorneys kicked butt, and they won immunity. Yeah, I hope this goes the other way next time. It's it's it needs to. I hate when it's it's just getting boring. Yeah, Yeah. it's not. The show's not getting boring at all. But seeing the attorneys, right? We want to see to vote anyone off. Right, we want the drama of the... I want to see you guys voting someone off. Right. It gets, you weren't alone. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks when you're always on the losing team. I've right. been there before, too, and it's horrible. I enjoy it. It's horrible. <laughs> it just means they're going to merge earlier, basically. <laughs> Something's got to happen. I normally like, have a tribal council. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So after the immunity challenge... A lot went down. You would have thought that it would have been an easy vote for the Five Guys Alliance staying right. strong. But Just hold let's on, vote hold off on. one of these. That, that scene where John was standing with the four other guys and they're talking about the Unity Idol and they're talking oh, about yeah, yeah. voting That's, off yeah. uh, uh, Katie yeah. and then John. Just like walks off and leaves them standing there yeah. by themselves. What to an talk idiot! About him. Yeah. What a moron! He's cute as hell, but like as hell. In that moment, he but lost all everything. I yeah. in that, secure though. In, in that position. moment, you, I thought he was going to show the clue to everybody. Like that would have that been was the, the time. opportunity. That was the opportunity. Either that or go find the idol and as soon as yeah. you can and I, play it. I guarantee you, even if he found it, he wanted to play no, it. He thought he, he was one hundred percent safe. safe. I can't believe he left them standing there alone in a field. It was like the most perfect scene ever. He just walks off and everybody's yeah. like we're going for John. <laughs> yeah, let's switch like that. I mean, it was led by Brad, and Brad's main reasoning, or one of them that we saw behind it, was his thought of, if we have the five guys, and let's say Candace eventually comes back, John is not going to be coming to me anymore. He's going to do whatever Candace wants him to do. So instead of viewing Candace as an additional ally to go against the returning players if she returns... Which is weird. Which she 100% would have been with them. I know. They voted her off first. He decides to cut both of them. Them. They're a duo that I would think you'd want on your side. But that just goes back to the whole thing of the game. You also had to think about yeah. his wife is one of the people who sent him there or sent her there. So it's like, is she really going to want to work with the man whose wife? I mean, it, that's what would so, he even do it? Yeah. You know? right. I mean, it's like this whole. Uh, yeah, it's confusing. I'm I'm right now confused. <laughs> <laughs> And then Brad led the... So is Tina. Brad, <laughs> classic Survivor game is going to go far this season. The classic strategy of the good old days. Oh, right? man, I don't know. It's too early days. to tell. We'll see. Before the immunity. It was complicated for poor Tina when someone said, you know what, let's get rid of an ogre court because there's three cooches and we have them outnumbered. And she's like... Classic Survivor references there. I like it. I know. I do know my Survivor. I'm just not good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag stay on the couch. Stay on the couch. You're not meant to play. (laughs) Hashtag stay on the couch. Uh, Colton. So we saw clearly Brad leading the the outs, and then, then it also turned into the red herring of Maybe they'll go after Brad and, Maybe and the they'll idea. Go after Katie. But I kind of fell for it because I really going in that tribal council did not know that John was going to get. We were just off. hoping he wasn't because he was eye candy. Right, <laughs> really. and it just adds well, more. He's still there. It yeah. adds more to the game. But now think of it this way: he's going to have to beat his own wife in on Redemption Island. Island. They're clearly going to have a conversation. I would think of if the other person 
gets first place, does one of us want to bow out? Yeah. You know, it's or do we go head to head? I feel like those two would say, let's just go head to head. Yeah, yeah go head to head. Go head to head. Just like Amanda McCray. Just like Amanda <laughs> Big Brother reference Sorry. for the people like, who hate you, Big Brother who? references on this show. Sorry. I don't, yeah. yeah. I never know what you guys are Power talking about. Power veto. I think Hayden Moss being on our show <clears throat> gives us the right. Yeah, exactly. Here, here. And we, well, we finally did see a little bit of Hayden, a little bit of Little, we haven't seen Hayden at all the first few episodes, really. Yeah, it's kind of quiet. But we did get a little nugget into his, hey, should we go after Brad instead? He was right. talking to Sierra, so should we go after Brad instead? I think Brad's in trouble. Which he wasn't talking to his alliance, which no. his alliance is already falling apart anyway. Well, that's because he's got two girls now. That's and if he Pandora's grabs, box. Yeah. It, it, exactly. Pandora's box is open. Mm-hmm. There you go. That whore. That. <laughs> Another <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, uh, Ryan! Did you have anything on Twitter that you wanted to bring up? Before? I do. Ryan's Twitter T people. I mean, there's just so much going on. This was funny. This was from um, Mike Scoopin. He says, "If Candace delivers nine months from now, that would be a survivor first. Any ideas for names? Blood versus Water, oh, Redemption, funny. or Fantasy Island?" <laughs> uh, Russell Hans has proceeded to do all of his tweets with hashtag Gay Russell Hans. So let's just throw that out there. Um, Anything for attention. Basically, all of Twitter is about Colton, so mm-hmm. no, no, whatever. But Denise, you know, survivor winner, no respect, none. Thousands would die to play this game. Yep. Who? Denise. Um, Stapley. Oh. She won. I was thinking with a lunchroom lady. Um, <laughs> like, Malcolm, it says, no, my man crush got kicked off survivor. I mean, he kind of deserved it, but still, no. Me? It's either you or a, a hot one. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I love this one from Paul Wright. It says, uh, Brad's tattoo looks like homos, but I'm not, but I'm sure it's not. It says honor. <laughs> I know. His little girl is really cute. Uh, let's see. Oh, that little girl? This is another honor. one from, uh, Mike System 74. It says, Colton and the GOP have a lot in common this week. Survivor hashtag shutdown. <laughs> And then your uh, fiance is really getting crazy on Twitter tonight. What'd he do? He said, uh, he's never quit on me or us, so nope. Never going to happen. Much more important things in life. This is just a game. Aww. Oh, and then this last one, a big brother one. It's, uh... (laughs) Wait, in. wait, did Hayden Moss just open Pandora's box? Does this mean, <laughs> does this mean Mr. Pectacular is going to show up now? <laughs> no, but I would have given anything for Rachel Riley to come, come in. Come on <laughs> Who wants to see my HOH room? <laughs> I do. Oh, I God. have no idea. And that's it for Ryan's Twitter tea. <laughs> yes, thank you, Twitter Ryan. Tea. So I think it's only fitting kind of you know, obviously, having you in studio, Colton, thank you for joining us. And yes, thank you for being brave and showing up. And yeah. kind of, and kind of, Jerry, what would be kind of your your message to viewers and then also to Colton in terms of kind of just in this experience? You've experienced it in so many different ways, Jerry. <laughs> and, like, from your experience, what would you kind of say to fans looking at the situation and then also to Colton? Um well, I, it's funny because, I mean, I, it, some, you asked me earlier, like, how do you handle the amount of hate that you feel from fans who watch the show and are very judgmental without knowing you as a person? I would say, first of all, try not to take it too personally because they don't know you. Um, and secondly, try to also understand where they're coming from, even though they may be really rude and hateful. Um, and uh, it's hard and it does take time to work through that stuff. Don't don't rush it. And if you have to talk to somebody, you can you can call me. And I'm, I'm serious. And for people out there, I I mean I I think that you need to again be reminded that you are talking about actual humans who have 
lives outside of this crazy game that they sign up for. And whether you agree with their decision or not, um, and as much as you want to judge somebody for that, think about how you would feel if you were being said the same things to your face that you're saying about someone else. Right. And I think that might help maybe curb the hate a little bit. Or as Tina said, like you, you just don't know Colt until you've walked a mile in the shoe, or anyone for that matter. Yeah. Like it's like it's it's really at the end of the day, it's Survivor, or it's this is a television show, and like you said, like these other shows where you get you don't like a character on television, it's they're an actor, they're being paid to do something. This is someone's like real life. This is someone's son, someone's family member. And it's the catch twenty two though. You do sign up for a show where you know you do. it's going to be broadcast to yeah, America. You do. But, but also, you half those say, comments are just people just yeah. hiding behind their computer being ridiculous. Yeah. But I will say this in in, in defense of what mm-hmm. you just said is that even though we do sign up to do this show and we do to sign up that the contract is ridiculous you never have any idea what you're about ready to go through yeah. un- until it's happening and you just have to handle it the best way you can and sometimes it hurts right sometimes no, it really hurts well, and no like, way I can was, 43 minutes on a, an hour a week really show what the experience was like in the first well, place no, and yeah. like i was really dumb especially the first time around like i was more you know, privy to it this time, but like the first time, you know, the producers really like talked me up. Like they were like, you're going to be the biggest villain ever. Like if you keep going with what you're doing, you know, and so like I just felt like each week, like it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, and I was dumb. I mean, I was a 19 year old kid. Like I didn't think like, you know, I got is- married at 19. I can attest to how dumb you can be at 19. Yeah. <laughs> It'll all be in the book. It'll all be in the book. It'll all be in the book. Uh, seriously, it's, it does suck. And I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying, you know, I, well, I, you know what? I'm glad that you came on tonight yeah. and that you owned up to it mm-hmm. and you explained yourself in a way that maybe will help other people. It helped me understand a little bit better. I mean, I'm still disappointed you quit because I, I think that had you given it your 100% shot that it could have changed in your favor because so many things change in that game. It's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, people start start at the bottom and, and win. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Yeah. Well, hopefully we don't get killed in West Hollywood tonight. That's the end of the story. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, Colton, thank you for thank you for joining us in, in the studio and, and talking about... Are we in West Hollywood? No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm from Alabama. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. He's from Alabama. I don't Plus know have, where we are. West Hollywood is a lot of fun. Oh. So just just keep laughing. If you don't punch anybody, that's what that's I'm what I'm for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> your bodyguard. It helps say you're six foot. We're getting feet. yelled at. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, thank you for you know joining us this week and every week. If you want to give us comments on on iTunes or YouTube, definitely hit us up with your comments, and uh, we look forward to more Survivor to come. This season's a crazy season already. Episode three, crazy. And Ryan, what are you going to get me for Christmas? Oh. I don't know. What am I going to eat for Christmas? Oh, my gosh. Cereal Buddies. The DVD yes. is out right now. You can click on uh, AfterBuzzTV.com and find it. out details about that. I was like, what am I talking about? I already own it, so you can't give me that. So, Ryan, I'm in the movie. Where can people find you? I don't know if you want to find me because my Twitter is crazy right now, but it's Ryan A. Carrillo on Instagram as well. Come find me. Jerry? Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at, at Jerry Manthe, or you can go to jerrymanthe.com for all things Jerry. Colton, you can have the option. Do you want people to find <laughs> you on Twitter? <laughs> this is, I'll give you the option. Get me? Like, you can Google Colton Survivor Twitter and you'll find him if you want to. You are unforgettable. And, uh, Sorry. You can find me at Justin F. Walter on Twitter and uh, JustinWalter.com. Yeah, that is another uh, episode of Survivor. Yay! Woo! Click. From Bing.com.
Radio.com. Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.